This is the Star City Podcast, and I'm your host, Brian Smith. Russia's war and invasion of Ukraine is now entering its second month. Our hearts are broken for the millions of Ukrainians who are suffering terribly because of Russian President Vladimir Putin's war against their country. Many are asking about the significance of this war, and does it have any relationship with Bible prophecy and the second coming of Christ? So today on Star City, we're replaying a two-part interview from a few months back with historian, educator, author, and Messianic Israeli citizen, Sonia Waters, as she discusses the subject of the coming battle of Gog and Magog as prophesied in Scripture. Now here's the conversation with Sonia. And what an exciting topic we're going to be talking about today. Uh, more exciting than probably most people realize because the average church member, if you ask them the question um, about, do you know anything concerning Gog or Magog, <laughs> they just kind of look at you like you mispronounced something. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but actually, those two words, Gog and Magog, um, are very important and very relevant to what is happening even this very day as we're sitting here for our uh, time together. So uh, tell me, what do the words Gog and Magog mean, and, and, and where do we find them in the Bible? Yeah, uh, so those two words are actually mentioned in the book of Ezekiel, in uh, the chapters 38 and 39. So this is actually a war an invasion of different countries that will come and attack Israel at a certain time. Now, uh, the phrase Gog and Magog is actually incorrect. It was put as a title for Ezekiel 38 and 39, but in reality it should be said Gog of the land of Magog. Okay, uh -huh. and um, to be able to understand this verse in Ezekiel, you need to go to the historical sources which relate to us which are these countries that come to attack Israel. Yeah, when Ezekiel wrote this book 2,500 years ago, he had the names of the country, but well, well, the names were then. Yeah. So for us to be able to understand it today, we need to go to the historical sources to be able to figure out who is who in this story. Wonderful. Very interesting. Uh, let me ask you something. They're related to end-time events yes, sir. as the nations gather against Israel. Yes, sir. And now, now here's a question that, that a lot of Christians, evangelicals especially, are asking these days. How do we know we're really in the, the later years yes. of prophecy? Yes, uh, and this is fascinating because Ezekiel 38, 8 actually demonstrates to us that when this invasion happened, uh, it will be the latter years. It actually mentions this at the latter years. And I'm going to read it to you. This is Ezekiel 38, verse 8. And it says like this, after many days you will be visited, and in the latter years you will gog, and we're going to explain exactly who gog is in a minute, 
come into the land to those brought back from the sword. Yeah. Who are those that came back into the land that was brought back from the sword? It's the Jewish people. The Jewish people came from all the persecutions in Europe before the Holocaust ever happened. We had 300 persecutions against the Jewish people before the Holocaust happened. Yeah. So we have the Russian persecutions and the Polish persecution and then the Nazi persecution and so on. Yeah. The whole of Europe. So literally the Jewish people come back to the land out of the lands of their enemies. And then he says, and then he says, and gather them from many peoples on the mountains of Israel. Yeah. So look at this. In the latter years, you will gog come into the land from those brought back from the nations, yeah, the Jewish people. So this Gog is going to invade uh, the land of Israel. This is what he's telling us, and it is the latter years. Mm. How exciting. Fascinating, fascinating. Uh, and, and, you know, really, ever since God made his covenant and gave his blessing to Abraham and his descendants, you can see Satan and Satan's world continuing to persecute, oppose, um, and, and try to wipe out the very people that God has blessed and would use to bring his son into this world, Messiah. Isn't it amazing? And this is because the enemy knows that his time is near. And he wants to get rid of the Jewish people. If he can get rid of the Jewish people, then the prophecies cannot be fulfilled. And therefore, his time will be delayed a little bit. So his heart desire is to destroy the Jewish people. You know, you and I are both history majors, and we love history. Yes. And one of the things that studying history allows us to do is we have that macro view of, of the linear time frame of humankind history. Yes. And when you step back and look yeah. and see history, the history of Israel, then suddenly things just become so much clearer, and you can see that there is a satanic force there is an adversary, Satan the devil, who is wanting to destroy Israel and yes. thwart God's kingdom redemptive plan for men and women at every opportunity. Now, here's a question a lot of people have, and that is, what nations make up Gog and Magog? Okay, so uh, we're going to read a little bit of the scripture uh, that relates to this. And I'm going to point out which of these countries in the ancient name and what is the new name of these countries, yeah? So we're going to go to Ezekiel 38 from verse uh, 1 onwards, and we're going to read. And it says like this, Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face against God. Now listen, God is actually against this these people that are coming, of the land of Magog, okay? Now, Josephus actually mentioned that the people that are from Magogia, the land of Magogia, is actually north of the Black Sea. And what do we have north of the Black Sea? We have Ukraine and we have Russia. Straight north of Jerusalem, in fact, in the same line of Jerusalem is Moscow. 
Yeah. So this is actually Gog of the land of Magog is actually referring to Russia. This one is going to be the Rosh. Rosh in Hebrew means the head, the head of all these armies that are coming to attack Israel. Yeah. And then it says the Prince of Rosh. Yeah, this is the head of all of these nations that are come to attack. Meshech and Tuval. Meshech and Tuval, there are two territories in Turkey. Yeah, in the time of Ezekiel, 2,500 years ago, Turkey was divided in different territories. Meshech, Tuval is two of them, and we're going to see the other two in a minute. And says, thus says the Lord God, behold, I'm against you, O God, prince of Rosh, Meshach and Tuval. I will turn you around, put hooks into your jaws and lead you out with all the armies, horses and horsemen, all splendid clothes and great company with backlots and shield and all of them handling swords. So they're coming to attack Israel, yeah? And then he gives a list in verse 5, a list of other countries that are going to join forces with Russia and Turkey. And he's talking about Persia. And we know that Persia is uh, Iran. And look at this, Iran is one of the worst enemies of Israel who wants to annihilate the state of Israel today. Then it says Ethiopia, but, but unfortunately, Ethiopia has been mistranslated. And let me explain why. Kush, in Hebrew, the word that is given is Kush. Kush in 2,500 years ago was actually a kingdom that was compiled of Ethiopia and Sudan. Interesting. Okay, mm -hmm. so it could be translated as Ethiopia, but I would imagine that Sudan is actually a better, uh, how can I say, a better country to fit here because Sudan has been our enemy forever. Yeah, uh, so I think it's actually referring to Sudan and Libya. Libya was actually translated well. It's put. Um, uh, they they have a um, a river in Libya that is called Putai. So so we know that Put that is in Hebrew. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is properly translated as Libya. So we have Iran, and we have Sudan, and we have Libya. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then it says other countries as well in the scripture. So that means that these are the main countries, if you like, but there will be other countries that are going to join this lot as well. In verse 6, it says, Gomer and all his troop. Gomer, again, is another section of Turkey, okay? Uh, the house of Togama, again, Togama is part of Turkey. So Turkey, if you like, they were divided in four different sections 2,500 years ago. And today it's just one country called Turkey. Yeah? And look at this, Turkey is actually also asking for the annihilation of the state of Israel. Yes, they've it, been growing in their militancy. Yes, uh, yes. In, in Islamic militancy. Yes, in the absolutely. Last, in the last decade. Yes. And what they want to do is to recreate the Ottoman Empire, mm -hmm. the Ottoman Empire that actually controlled the whole of the Mediterranean Sea area from 1517 to about 1917. At one time, one of the largest empires in the history of yes. man. Yes. Yes. They were in power 400 years. So this is and a what, very violent 
empire absolutely. too. Absolutely, absolutely. This is a Muslim Sunni violent empire. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, let me ask a quick question, and our time is almost up, Sonia. This will be a good place maybe for us to uh, continue picking up in our next episode as we're going to continue our study looking at Gog and, and uh, those nations from the land of Magog. Uh, the question is, we've talked about Satan's hellish plan uh, in wanting to stop Israel, but what are some of the motivating factors, some of the reasons that, that are uh, playing into uh, these nations in being so opposed to Israel and wanting to um, uh, fight them and really destroy the nation as as several attempts since the formation of the state of Israel um, uh, will, were it not for God's blessing and intervention would have succeeded. So, so what is it that these nations of Gog uh, from the land and areas of Magog from really North Africa all the way up to Moscow, all the way around Turkey, around the Mediterranean, what is it that that is inspiring them to be okay. so opposed to Israel? So, so I think that the justification that they're going to give eventually to come and attack Israel is, oh, poor Palestinians. Yeah, we're going to help mm. the Palestinians. But in reality, what the scripture is telling us is that they're coming to steal and destroy. Yes. This is what they want to do. They yes. want to steal from Israel. Now, what can they steal from Israel? They can steal petrol because we have found huge reservoirs of petrol wow. in Israel. They can steal gas. Recently, we have found huge reservoirs of the coast of Haifa, uh, enough gas for 300 to 400 years. These are how big this, yeah. And remember that Turkey is interested in gas, is looking for gas in the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, Russia is actually very, is a gasiferous kind of country, uh, sells gas to all the world, so so they will be very interested in gas. And also, Israel is the only country in the whole of the Middle East that has water. Yes. We are flowing with water, while the rest of the Middle East is actually drying up. Mm. So they will want water as well. And another thing that we have, we have potash, which is actually a fertilizer, and we extract potash from the Dead Sea, And this actually brings trillions of dollars into the country every single year. And they will be interested in stealing the potash from us as well. Yes, yes. Israel has so much to offer for countries that are lacking or wanting more. Exactly. And and we know resources in countries was what inspired during World War II the Empire of Japan to continue to be reaching out in its conquests. It's what in part inspired Hitler and Germany to go east into Russia. And when you look at the Middle East, there is no more beautiful uh, Mm -hmm. or productive fruitful nation than what you have in Israel. And the contrast, if anyone's ever been there, they've seen what an incredible, fruitful place it is in comparison to so many other of her neighbors. Uh, and And the news about the oil and the natural gas, doesn't that play in? to the energy needs and wants of the world today. Well, that brings us to the end of the first part of our conversation with Sonia. Be sure to join us again next week for the second part of our discussion concerning the coming battle with Gog and Magog and other end-time events leading up to the second coming of Jesus Christ. I'm Brian Smith, 
and thank you for listening here on the Star City Podcast. And I want to encourage you to live the rest of this week by His grace and always for His glory.